Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. D.C., Maryland and Virginia, what up, what up, what up, it's AWOD, time to get up and at them, here with you bright and early on a Saturday morning, I want to hear from you D.C. sports fans, 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067, you guys know, I like to make this the most interactive radio show possible, you can always call in and reach me during the show, or you could tweet me at AWOD Radio. A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O. You can tweet the station at 106.7 The Fan. We're talking some football here on a Saturday morning. There's a lot of good college football games going on this weekend. Maryland trying to bounce back against Illinois. I mean, I have to mention the fact that Colorado blew a 29-point lead last night. I know none of my listeners stayed up for that game because there's no way you'd be up right now. It probably ended at like 2.30 a.m. last night. I went to bed thinking, oh, yeah, Colorado got an easy victory. What is Stanford? Stanford's coming in the ACC. That's a terrible program. Wake up to see them winning in overtime, 46-43. to 43. Uh, Really just blew my mind. Uh, but there are a ton of good college football games today. Uh, you know, you get all of the top five in action. I don't think there's going to be many upsets. I know Drab Teacher came on my show. He picked Washington over Oregon. That's a seven over an eight. I do think Texas A&M could upset Tennessee today, uh, the 19 seed, um, the Volunteers. A&M's got a ton of really good wide receivers that are going to make it to the NFL. I'm interested to watch Louisville against Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. Louisville 6-0. Are they going to just stay undefeated uh, this season in the ACC? That's surprising uh, most of the folks that I have talked to here, um, ACC beat writers. And then 7.30 on NBC. I'm sure most people around the country will watch 10th-ranked USC Trojans traveling to Notre Dame to face off against the 21st-ranked Irish. And, of course, Caleb Williams, the product of Gonzaga here from the DMV, is a Heisman Trophy candidate. He was the Heisman Trophy winner last year, trying to become the second ever to win back-to-back Heisman Trophies. 
And then the biggest contest in the ACC is 7.30 on ABC. That's Miami against North Carolina. And I'm picking North Carolina just solely because I don't think Miami can respond from last week when their head coach, Mario Cristobal, single-handedly ruined Miami's undefeated season. They are now 4-1, 0-1 in the ACC because Mario Cristobal was too cool for victory formation. And that is the craziest thing to me because I thought simply every coach loves victory formation, right? Why wouldn't you? It represents a win. It represents victory. Isn't that what you play for every single week? Instead, they hand the ball off, fumble, and then they get burnt by Georgia Tech on the final play of the game. They're still ranked number 25 in the country. They have a lot of talent, but I just feel like that locker room is going to quit on their head coach after that. Center Matt Lee was losing his mind, saying, what the F are we doing over and over again? And North Carolina is a very good team. Drake May, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And so I think North Carolina gets the win. But speaking of North Carolina quarterbacks, let's get to Sam Howell and the Washington Commanders, who will travel to Atlanta to take on Desmond Ritter and the Falcons Sunday at 1 p.m. A game in which... I believe Washington is desperate for a win because let's take a step back for a second. The last few weeks here, this is a Washington commanders team that I believe had their most heartbreaking defeat of the Rivera era against the Philadelphia Eagles. I compared it to a bunch of really close games from the last five years. All right. And the only thing that I could compare it to that was very close was the 20 to 19 loss to the New York giants in which you went for a two point conversion and missed with Kyle Allen and lost the game. We fast forward three seasons. Ron Rivera decides not to go for two this time. Same circumstances on the road. Your team had just driven the length of the field to tie the game. You have a quarterback that you believe in. Nope, you don't go for two. And that loss compounded into two losses because they went to overtime. I mean, the team was gassed. They had nothing left in the tank. Terry McLaurin makes an incredible catch, somehow lands on an Eagles player's wrist, right? And so then you have to punt. Eagles go down the field. We get a stop. Nope, they're doing the tush-push on fourth down. So frustrating. Then they send in their kicker for a 52 or 53-yard field goal, and he hits it, and the commanders lose. And at that moment, I'm thinking, all right, we at least played really well. And I think inside the locker room, they believed that they had arrived because they took the former, you know, the Super Bowl runner-up, the Eagles, to overtime. Inside that locker room, they felt like they arrived and that they didn't need to game plan and that they didn't need to show up on Thursday night and they were just going to walk all over the Chicago Bears. Well, all of us in the DMV know that that was dumb because we got destroyed. The Thursday night fright, I called it last Saturday on this show, and we took hundreds of phone calls from fans out there. Most of them wanted Ron Rivera gone. A lot of them thought Jack Del Rio was the problem. A few of you blamed Eric Bieniemy, and I told you, look, the offense is improved from last year. It's the defense that has taken one, two, three, four, five steps back and become a bottom 10 defense from a top 10 defense. And so I believe this is a game in which Washington is desperate, desperate for a win. They, they're coming off the most heartbreaking loss of the Rivera era. And then the worst loss of the Rivera era on Thursday night, you're embarrassed at home. At home. Your owner is upset with the product he purchased. You got Magic Johnson firing off a tweet. You got Josino Anderson's report 
that Josh Harris feels like that loss was so bad, nobody's going to come to the games anymore. And you know what? He's right. My dad called me after that game. He said, I'm not going to a freaking game this year. I'm not paying to watch that crap. I, I felt the same way. I had a ton of fans here in Richmond who made the trip up on Thursday night. We all thought that was going to be a guaranteed victory. So many people paid to go to that game. I hosted a watch party just to watch that embarrassing performance on Thursday night. And so after those two performances and a three-game losing streak, because, oh yeah, you lost to the Bills 37-3 right before that, this fan base is ready to fire people left and right. And your head coach, Ron Rivera, put up a do-your-job sign. Do your job. That's how he's feeling, right? Because the media immediately wanted to blame Ron and put him on the hot seat. He kind of turned it around and said, no, no, no. It's the players are to blame. They are not running my schemes. They're not running our system. They're not doing their job. That's what Ron Rivera said. The players that we drafted, the players that we paid for, the players on our roster are not doing their job. That's why we're losing games, according to... Ron Rivera, the commanders must get a get-right win this Sunday. They absolutely must get a get-right win this Sunday, or I think the season could come crumbling apart. I mean, this this feels like it's a make-or-break game on Sunday. If they cannot beat the Atlanta Falcons, then what is Ron Rivera doing? I'm not here for regression. I'm not here for that at all. You beat Atlanta last year with Taylor Heineke. Can't lose to them this year. Can't lose to them this year. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. The Commanders must get a get-right win this Sunday. We'll take your phone calls throughout the show today. 1-800-636-1067. If you're a tweeter and it's a good tweet, at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, we will read it on air. Got a couple of really good guests. Michael Phillips will join the show at 1030 MP on the mic is doing a great job hosting here in Richmond, Virginia with me. And we've got a really cool lineup. So we got the sports junkies in the morning. Michael Phillips from 10 to noon. I take over from 12 to 3. And then we hand it off to Grant and Danny. So we do a ton of D.C. sports talk. And that's always available on the Odyssey app. Just search 910 The Fan to hear AWOD Radio Monday through Friday in Richmond, Virginia. We're live right now on the Odyssey app. 106.7 The Fan, and the Team 980. It gives you the ability to pause the show, run some errands, go pick up your kids, come back and pick up right where you left off. Linnell Willingham will join the show today at 11 a.m. we got Michael Marr producing. Michael, did you see that Linnell said he was going to quit if the Commanders lost to the Bears? Did you see that? I did see that, and I saw him say he wanted to jump through a table if the Bills beat us. <laughs> I won't let that happen. I will not let Linnell quit. That's my mentee. That's my Padawan. That's my, my Jedi in training, Michael. He, I can't let him let me down like this. You can't put it out there that you're going to quit your job if a bad football team loses. We expected them to lose. This team has not won in 25 years. So I'm not going to let Linnell quit. He's going to join me today at 11 a.m. And we'll talk about the commanders against the Falcons. But wanted to start with this. Let's take a step back for a minute and answer this question if you're driving around D.C., this morning here on a Saturday, October 14th. Who are we? Who are we? We are the Commanders. No, who are we? Meaning, what's our identity? What's the Commanders' identity? What kind of football team does Ron Rivera want the Washington Commanders to be? What's our identity? Because I think that has something to do 
with why our team is 2-3 and three this season. What is the commander's identity? 1-800-636-1067. We'll answer that question next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. What up, what up, what up? It's AWOD here on The Fan. You're listening to DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the go on the free Odyssey app. It's the best app out there for music, play-by-play, and the best damn sports talk around. You can always download the Odyssey app today for free, and you can hear us here on 106.7 The Fan. You can pause the show, rewind. Pick up right where you left off. I told you guys, I like to make this the most interactive radio show possible. You can always tweet us throughout the show at AWAD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, or you can call in 1-800-636-1067. Eddie's checking in with us this morning. Cobra Commander lets me know that a bunch of us, he says, drove from Pennsylvania to witness that bleep show on Thursday night. That I really feel bad for all the fans that went to that game because it was... It was hyped. It was sold out. You know, it was the Bears. We were supposed to beat the crap out of them at home. We don't always get primetime games at home. It's always fun when you do. You get to watch your team stay up late with your buddies uh, just to watch them having a totally embarrassing performance. It was, what, 17 nothing uh, before I finished my first beer? It was 27-3 to at half. And at that point, I was like six beers deep because I was so pissed off watching my team uh 12th man tweets me we are done with roller coaster ron we are in limbo we are building around mclaurin Payne, allen and probably howell the identity will be determined by the gm that harris and company hires you can always tweet me throughout the show at awad radio or you could call in 1-800-636-1067 let's go to the listener line we've got jeff in alexandria jeff you're on the fan 
Hey, hey, what is Gus? Um, oh, you know Gus. what? Our identity is gonna. Our identity is unprepared, you know, and disorganized because that's how we've always started every game. Um, I think it's not a get-right game because Atlanta's simply better than us, so we can't, you know, be disparaging towards them. It was a war at FedEx last year. It's going to be a war this year. They have the identity of being a run team, and they've doubled down on that by getting B. John and getting some blocking tight ends. And basically, if we can't beat Atlanta, I think it's perfect time to move up the enemy because you have the Giants next week, and they're sort of weak. And so that's the time you move on from Rivera because you can't beat Atlanta, who's not a contender, who may be a promising playoff team. Then what are you really doing? There's no need to keep him around. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. So what do you think, though, Going into this season, Ron Rivera wanted the team's identity to be. Well, he mentioned offseason, right, the whole, like, you know, 80-20 running pass, right? Yeah. Um, but I think he was going to double. He, he always had the defense as, like, his fallback plan. He could say, you know, we invested in our D-line. You know, we have a top-five defense. And because who's to say how Hal would do in his pretty much his rookie year as a starter? And But now we see that now the defense is getting blown up to bits every single week. And so, you know, I, that's the thing. He, even if he has a plan, he can't execute it. Ron has been a culture guy, but he's not a, he's not a, uh, he doesn't have good strategy. He doesn't have good organization from a football level. He gets out coached. And so that's how we have to move on. Thank you, Ron, for getting us through the Snyder years, but you know, your time is up and goodbye. Yeah, no, you're right, man. He He's a culture guy. That's all he is. Not not a talent evaluator, not good at draft picks, not good at X's and O's, it seems, like the game has passed him by. Gus, I appreciate you calling in. 1-800-636-1067. Who are we? What is the commander's identity? What kind of football does Ron Rivera want Washington to play? What is our identity? 1-800-636-1067. And I, I agree with what Gus said there. You know, Ron wants it to be a run-heavy team. I think that's part of the problem. Is Ron wants one thing, Jack wants another, Eric Bieniemy wants another. It's three different guys there. That's not one identity. It's three different philosophies. And I think that has something to do with why our team is now 2-3 and three this season on a three-game losing streak. Because we have yet to establish an identity. Every game is something different. We're an offense that throws a ton and a defense that gives up a ton of points. That's not who we want to be. You never want to be a defense that gives up 32 points per game and an offense that throws 55 straight times and there's no thought of a run. That's not what they planned for in the offseason. It's not who we've been week by week either, right? We've had a game in which we ran a ton against the Eagles. We've had one in which the offense only scored three points, but we've also had three games where they scored 30. We have a defense who we've seen they could dominate with sacks up front. We've seen that previous years. It's the same defensive line, and we've seen a defense that can disappear, and we've seen a defense time after time after time that can give up explosive plays. We don't have an identity as a team. We don't. This year, it has been five completely different games. Juckle and Hyde, right? It's been roller coaster Ron Rivera, up and down, up and down. And part of that's not on Ron. It's on, obviously, the fact that you have a rookie quarterback and your young quarterback's going to make mistakes. But the defensive side of the ball, there's no excuse for that. So I think, I think we wanted to be a hard-nosed defensive team that wins by... Running the ball and stopping the run, right? That's what Ron likes. That's what Ron would like this identity to be. But Biennemi, he wants to score points, right? Because Biennemi's coaching for more than just wins. He's coaching for his resume. And good on him. 
I want him to become a head coach. I think he already deserved to become a head coach. Every time I hear him speak, I'm like, man, that guy sounds more like a head coach than Ron Rivera. But the enemy right now wants to win shootouts. He wants to score a ton of points and have a top 10 offense and make himself look good. And then Jack Del Rio, he wants to win with this stupid bend but don't break defense, right? We'll give up anything from the 20 to the 20, but we shut you down in the red zone. Right? That's his philosophy. That's what he wants the identity to be. All three coaches have a different football philosophy. They have a different thought on winning. And quite frankly, it's not working. It's not. They're not gelling as a unit. The players and the coaches, all three coaches have a different opinion. You know, Ron didn't want to speak to the players at halftime. Right? He said, I'm going to take a page out of Ted Lasso's book. I'm going to let the players speak. Jack Del Rio didn't want to be blamed. So you know what? He said the players can speak all they want. I'm going to speak up at halftime. The enemy, how did he respond? He threw the ball 55 straight times. He, he decided, I'm going to just be silent, but watch me make a difference with my play calling in the second half. Because he wanted to win. Even if the defense gives up 70 points, he wants to score as much as possible. I'm telling you, he's coaching for more than just wins. And I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. Because the offense is not the problem. And I argued that with Chris Russell Yesterday on my show, for 10 minutes straight. Oh, but Howell's throwing the ball too much. He's taking too many sacks. The offense is scoring more than they did last year. It's the defense that's taking three steps back. And so it seems to me like you have a coaching staff here that cannot agree. They can't agree on what the team's identity to be. And five games into the season, we're yet to establish any kind of identity. Any form of identity. You know, what would I like our identity to be? I'll tell you, I think I would like this team, based off of our personnel, to be a team that controls the football, dominates the time of possession, right? A defensive line that can easily get a stop on first down because they're three first, four first-round picks. Boom, they can get a first and 10 stop at second and 11. They should be able to stop the run with the talent that they have. Absolutely. And then we should be able, with the secondary that we brought in, Emmanuel Forbes, Quan Martin, Benjamin St. Juice supposed to be better this season. Oh, they, they still like Kendall Fuller. We should be a defense that's able to get third down stops and get off the field, right? We should be a defense that leads the league at third down conversion percentage because that's what they did last year. That, that should be this time this team's identity. We control the football. We dominate time of possession. The defense gets off the field, and then the offense has long, sustained drives where they can run because we have two good running backs. They can throw because we've got three different weapons plus a decent tight end, right? These long drives that then have success in the red zone because that's what the enemy was brought in to do because Scott Turner's biggest problem was he sucked inside the 20s. He was not good enough in the red zone. So our identity should be, based off of our personnel, a team that controls time of possession, controls the line of scrimmage, play to our strengths. That should be our identity. That's not what I've seen so far. What do you think is our identity? 1-800-636-1067. Michael Marr, what do you think, man? What have you seen from this team, dude? What's our identity right now? I mean, it's just incredibly frustrating because going into the season, you know, our defense was supposed to be top five, top ten in the NFL, and they're the, the side of the ball that's letting us down. Offense looks pretty solid. I think offensively we have a, a – we're slowly building an identity, spreading the ball around the field. I wish we could get Jahan Dotson more involved. Yeah. But, um, yeah, defensively, secondary, no identity. They're not gelling at all, like you said. It's just uh, incredibly unfortunate. But, yeah, no, no identity on the defensive side of the ball. No, and the special teams we can't trust. 
I, I do not trust our field goal unit at all. They're either going to have a bad snap or a botched kick. Uh, I don't think there's, that Jamison Crowder's done anything wrong, but I don't think he's done anything that's game-changing quite yet. So we're a special teams that's a mess, a defense that it's disaster, and like you said, an offense that's building something. What do you think the commander's identity should be? 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. We'll take your calls next. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan, simulcast on the Team 980, and always available around the country on the Odyssey app. So Washington defeated the Atlanta Falcons last year 19-13. to How did they win that game? Well, the identity was simple. They were going to run the ball. 18 carries for Brian Robinson Jr. His first game, over 100 yards. He had 105 yards. McLaurin only 48 yards uh, receiving. John Bates ended up into the end zone with a touchdown. Taylor Heineke threw the ball 23 times, 138 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. But the key to this game, though, was the defense, really. The defense did not let Atlanta run. They didn't let them throw. Uh, They didn't let them convert on third downs. The defense was spectacular in that game, and it was a big part of why the Commanders got the win. This year, what's our identity? I think we have three different coaches with three different philosophies, and it's just not working. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. What do you think the commander's identity should be? Let's go to Mike in Fairfax. Mike, you're on the fan with AWOD. Hey, what's up, buddy? Thanks for taking my call. I have three yeah. quick points if I could, brother. The first one would be uh, to, to describe the, uh, the, uh, the, the team, it's mediocre. It's average to below average. It's just unacceptable. You know, this, the second point I want to make is I think they're going to beat the Falcons. And the reason as to the fact that Del Rio, and this is unacceptable, clearly gets the other uh, defense uh, right and on, uh, playing well 
later in the season. But that's unacceptable. It is. The third uh, point I want to make is uh, uh, Harris and his team need to start having his staff, his people, who whoever they are, whomever they are, looking at coaches now, looking at coaches now, particularly defensive coaches, and obviously head coaches, get rid of Ron and Del Rio at the end of the season. Don't do it now. So don't do it now. It's, to, me, to me, it's just not worth it. If we can't find a head coach, I'm not worried about that. Put in uh, Eric Bieniemy. He is a qualified guy. Uh, get someone into love the defense. But that's my take, brother. And I, I think they're going to beat the Falcons. I really do. Thanks, man. Appreciate you calling in. 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Rick in D.C. What's up, Rick? Hey, Adam. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? All right. Well, see... It was supposed to have been that it was supposed to be Eric Benemini and Ron Rivera get the hell out of the way yeah. as far as what we what we what we were gonna be. When you hired this guy from Kansas City, what did you expect? You got you got you got you, you got a twenty three million dollar a year wide receiver on one side, you got you 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 drafted Dotson. You 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 got Logan Thomas, you got you you got this guy Cole Turner who we never see, who's supposed to be such a fantastic you know, a, 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 a development to a fantastic tight end. He's never on the field or whatever. And then when you look at it, we talk about we don't have we're not using we're not using Terry McClellan. We're not we're not using Dotson because when you look at the statistics. When you look at it, even at the Chicago Bear game, they they barely got ten percent of, of of the plays. Yeah. So why? So why? So 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 why? Why would you not use these guys? People keep talking about, oh, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna run the ball. Come on, look at three yards in a cloud of dust is over in the NFL. This team, this, this, team wa- this team wants to throw the ball. I appreciate you calling in, man. I love the passion. This team wants to throw the ball, all right? And obviously they've been forced to throw the ball because most of the time they're playing from behind. But I do think Biennemi wants to not throw as much as he has been. I think he wants to establish the run. Uh, we saw him do that correctly against the Eagles. The problem is, is the defense can't get stops, and that is forcing his hand. You know, I heard uh, Beltway Football Podcast be mentioned or it's not B. Mitch, uh, J.P. Finley and Mitch Tischler were talking about, it's like the chicken or the egg debate, right? Which came first? Does he want to run the ball? Yeah, he does, but you can't if you're down by 20, right? And so that's the problem with this team's identity. You have the offense where Sam Howell's completing 68.6% of his passes through five games. That's the best completion percentage by a Washington Commanders passer through the first five games of the year, Right? The Commanders ranked 25th in the NFL in converting third downs. Converting third downs. So your, your quarterback's completing a lot of passes, but you rank 25th in converting third downs, right? Because you're throwing it too much, right? Because you're throwing it so often that one bad pass leads to a third and long. So that's part of the offense's issue. And then defensively, Washington ranks 31st in points allowed. And simply, that is not good enough. That's fireable offense right there. You cannot give up 30 points every single game. You can't do that. 25th in yards allowed, right? So his, his bend-but-don't-break defense 
is bending, breaking. It's being completely shattered. Defenses are walking all over teams. DJ Moore is still wide open in Landover. Nobody's covered him, uh, you know, eight days later. The commanders have minus five ratio in turnovers, right? We don't create any turnovers. We don't make anything easier for the offense. I like our chances if it comes down to the battle of the quarterbacks here against Atlanta with Desmond Ritter against Sam Howell. But to me, you can't even talk about the offense until we see something from this defense. We need to see something. And, and I don't know that it's the players making mistakes. I don't know if it's the coaches putting him in the wrong positions. But it's just completely unacceptable to have guys wide open, to have guys miss tackles, right? And so I, I do think that some guys aren't doing their job. But I also think you have to look at the coaches. They are the ones that trusted this talent. We, I said all offseason, I want more safeties. I want more corners. I absolutely want another linebacker. I didn't want Cody Barton. I don't think any of you guys wanted Cody Barton, right? Most of us all agreed last year that Kendall Fuller was too old. You couldn't trust him to go one-on-one -on, -one on the outside. Can't trust him against the, you know, one of the league's best wide receivers. Can't even trust him against DJ Moore. The offensive line. We all knew that was an issue, right? Coaching staff didn't do enough, quite frankly, right? They brought in Andrew Riley. I think he's one of the worst right tackles I've ever seen. They brought in Nick Gates. He's been up and down. I, I do like how he's really aggressive, but I also feel like uh, he's been terrible against the Blitz. Then you drafted two offensive linemen who we're not seeing. We're not seeing at all. So, yes, I think you can say some of the players aren't doing the job. Coaching staff didn't do their job good enough in the offseason. It comes down to that. It really does. Is it the coaches to blame or the players? I say it's the coaches who didn't upgrade enough in the offseason. If you want to chime in, 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. We're live and local here till 12 noon. We've got Michael Phillips who's going to join the show at 1030. Linnell will join me at 11 a.m. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on DC Sports Radio 1067, The Fan. Is it the coaches to blame or the players? I, I think if the commanders lose to the Falcons, it doesn't matter who's to blame. This season's going to be over. This season's over if you lose to the Falcons. Can't lose this game. And here's the thing is that I don't even want this game to be close, quite frankly. I think we have way more talent than them on paper. Now, I don't know that the talent on defense is as talented as we all thought because they're not showing up. You know, the defensive line not getting enough pressure. I thought that Jerron Payne and Jonathan Allen were the best defensive tackles in the league. They're not up there with the sack leaders of all D tackles. I thought this was going to be Montez Sweat's breakout year. And although he's been good, he's also had games where he's been quiet. He's had games where he makes simple mistakes where he doesn't contain the outside, where he's bad against the run. I mean, like I said earlier, this defensive line is way too good to be getting gashed by running backs. That can't happen. This, need, this team's identity needs to be, hey, we stop the run, we get off the field on third down, and our offense controls time of possession because they can do it all. They can run, they can throw, they can do trick plays. we got a creative offensive genius in Eric Bieniemy. That doesn't happen if you're always playing from behind. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back.
Welcome back. Time to get up and at them here on a Saturday morning. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. We're live and local here on 106.7 The Fan. Simulcast on the Team 980 and always available on the go on the Odyssey app. Phone lines are open throughout the show. I'd like to make this the most interactive radio show around. 1-800-636-1067. Call AWOD. 1-800-636-1067. Or you can tweet us at AWOD Radio and at 1067 The Fan. Um, I got one tweet that's coming in here from Aspen Chill. He says, our identity is a lot of randomness. Yeah, that's what it seems like so far. We've been talking about what is this team's identity. Uh, I got another guy, 12th man, who says, the lack of identity has everything to do with Rollercoaster Ron because he assembled the roster. The defense, expected to perform well, has underperformed, and the offensive line is too inconsistent to be predictable. Main issue to resolve, the slow starts to the season games. And Rivera failed. Uh, Travis tweets me, the team's identity is Jekyll and Hyde, just like the head coach. Gus tweets me, if EB gets the interim job, uh, who would be a good defensive coordinator candidate? I don't think we have anyone in-house. You can always chime in. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. Let's go to Rico in D.C. on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. What's up, Rico? Hey, Adam. How you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I, got, I got three points. I'll, I'll start from I am nowhere near Ron apologist, but I will say that Ron had very limited resources in the offseason due to the ownership change. Yep. And so I think that he couldn't be as aggressive or even creative as he desired to be because I don't think he was given autonomy to do anything in the way of spending money. You're right, Rico, so, but I'm let me old. just say this, though, Rico. He still okay. controlled that NFL draft, and that's where he botched it. Well, Listen, he, he, I, 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 again, I'm not a Ron apologist. I'm specifically talking about free agent at auditions. Like, yeah. drafts are hit or miss for every coach. So sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. I'm not, I'm not hanging my hat on that. that I'll say that. For the defense, I, I just think that, that Del Rio is taking more risks this year than I've seen him take. And I think that's solely because he knows his offense can score points. Mm-hmm. I've never seen us play this much man-to-man with a rookie cornerback. It's odd to me. I don't think it's the right decision. So that falls on Del Rio, but I think that's what he's after. And I don't want anybody talking about the offense because we were running a JV high school offense last year, and we can score points. So, so I don't care how we do it. If it's running, passing, we score more on drives than we don't. That is the goal. So I'm cool with that. I will tell you from an identity perspective, we are month three in new ownership. I don't think it's reasonable for us to have an identity right now as a team. We need an identity as a franchise. <laughs> we are we, we are we are way too surface level on this identity piece. Mm-hmm. We have been in flux for so many years that we need a year to try and figure out what we want to be before we can even think about deciding who we are. We know Ron's gone. Like that's that's a done deal. The identity question shouldn't be about this year, it should be about how we go forward. I like your take about Jack wanting to take risks because of the offense. When do you think that he decided that though? Because he didn't do that week one. Was it week two, you think, of the comeback against the Broncos? I mean, when did he, when did he change his the, philosophy? I think the comeback against the Broncos made him say, hey, you know what? We don't have to win the game. We can keep it close, and if we get the ball the last drive of the game, I think we can win. We, we haven't felt that in years. Like, I honestly believe if the game's close and you put the ball in Howell's hands with two minutes left, I think we're going to score. Yeah. I didn't think that in week one, but I do now. 
And I think that's exactly what happened to Jack Del Rio. It's a good point, man. It's a good point because I, I, I believe in Sam Howell just like you. If he gets the ball, we've got a chance to win. I, I want the defense to improve, and hopefully this is the get-right game against the Falcons because they only score 16.6 points per game. Good call, man. I appreciate it. No, thank you, sir. Thank yep. you. You're listening to AWOD Radio. It's 1-800-636-1067, 1-800-636-1067. So we're just talking about quarterback Sam Howell, and I found it interesting that Falcons head coach Arthur Smith knows all about Sam Howell and actually praised him this week. Uh, Arthur Smith went to North Carolina. So did Sam Howell. He watched Sam Howell and cheered him on while he was at UNC, and he set several records at North Carolina. And if you watched him at North Carolina, you know, this kid can throw, but man, he can really run. Uh, his junior year, that's why he dropped off and fell in the draft, is because they asked him to just run over and over again. He almost had 1,000 yards rushing his junior season. So here's what Arthur Smith had to say, the head coach of the Falcons to Sports Illustrated this week about Sam Howell. Quote, I think Sam Howell has done a good job in there. You know what the numbers are. He's tougher than hell. I think he's very accurate but he'll sit in there. You have to respect that. Love those words about Sam Howell. I feel the same thing when I watch him, right? He's got moxie. This kid is tough as nails. He gets knocked down, but he gets up again. You're never going to keep him down. And that's my favorite thing about watching Sam Howell. You know, Eric Bieniemy called it out in the offseason. He said, he's Mr. Autocorrect. He doesn't make the same mistake twice. You love that from your young quarterback. Arthur Smith would go on to say, I knew a lot about Sam just following him in college. Big recruit going to North Carolina, broke a lot of records there. Vertical passer. He says vertical passer. You can see it now. He throws a very accurate deep ball. I think he's tougher than hell. He's resilient. He's a smart football player. We have a lot of respect for Sam. I love those quotes from Arthur Smith. So they're going to be ready for Sam Howell. All right? They know that he can stretch the field with his vertical throws. My favorite thing about Sam Howell when I watch him play is the bullet passes. I mean, it just seems like you're using, uh, uh, you know, an incredible quarterback in Madden. He's got 99 bullet pass because of the way he can just zip it. It looks like it's a freaking rocket. It's a laser beam sometime. And my favorite throws from Sam Howell are inside the hash marks. I think that he can hit any window, doesn't matter how tiny it is, straight forward, straight forward inside the hashes between 15 and 30 yards. He's hit Logan Thomas on a dime. We've seen him hit Jahan Dotson on a big comeback route right through the middle. We've seen him hit McLaurin in a soft zone, just a 20-yard pass, boom, right into him. That's his best part of his game. Now, some of his issues are, I've talked about this several times, I feel like when I watch the film, his eyes are downfield too often. Sam Howell's eyes are downfield trying to make the home run play happen, and I've seen He's missed the dump-offs. He's missed the check-down receiver. And I will say, I've seen him get better at that. That's my favorite thing about Sam Howell. I feel like after every game, you can see slight improvements. Last week against the Chicago Bears, what I noticed was when things got bad in the pocket, things got messy, he was stepping up, which is an improvement from earlier where he was stepping back and trying to go around. And when you do that and you take a sack, it's a loss of 12 yards. When you step up and take a sack, it's a loss of two yards. And that's been a big difference uh, in his play over the last few weeks. The sacks are still there. It, he's too young to have the experience to understand when to throw the ball away. And he's what I love about Sam is he's understood that. And he's opened up to the media and said, I've got to figure out when to throw the ball away, when to have an incomplete pass. 
And that is so important for a young quarterback to understand. You have to live to fight another down, right? Especially if it's second and two. You know, you take a two-yard loss there, it becomes third and, and medium. You throw it away, it's third and short. And then you have the ability to run or throw the ball. And and I think that's been part of the offense's issue is that they've gotten themselves into into positions where the defense knows they're going to throw, and because of that, they're able to send an extra uh, extra pass rusher, and they've been able to get home. And Andrew Wiley has not been good. There's been holes up the middle. There's been holes at guard. There's been Brian Robinson Jr. missing blocks, and obviously there's just been Sam Howell holding on to the ball too long. And because of that, we've, we're leading the league in sacks. So Sam Howell, I like what I've seen from him, I think there's going to be a, a lot of room for improvement, but I think we've seen him take strides week in and week out, and I think this is a big test for him on the road in Atlanta against Desmond Ritter. He has to win that quarterback matchup for everyone in the DMV to have confidence in him to possibly be our franchise quarterback. He should win this matchup. I think he was the better prospect out of college than Desmond Ritter. Even though Ritter took Cincinnati to the national championship He's kind of a tall, slower quarterback with not much, uh, not the you know the mobile threat that Sam Howell is. I don't think he has the accuracy or the arm strength either, right? So I think if you look at it on paper, Sam Howell should win the battle of the quarterbacks in this matchup. And if he can do that, I think the Commanders can get the win. We've seen the good of Sam Howell works his ass off, doesn't make the same mistake twice. We've seen the bad, his eyes downfield, and the ugly taking two many sacks. Phone lines are open, 1-800-636-1067. I've got two more hours to rant and scream about my Washington Commanders and hope that they can bounce back and get a win this Sunday against the Falcons. It's 1-800-636-1067. You can tweet us throughout the show at AWOD Radio. Michael Phillips will join the show at 10.30. Linnell Willingham at 11 a.m. Phone lines are always open. Don't go anywhere. Don't change that dial. I'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 